What's up, you guys? It's Adora Colors. And it's Moneism. And, and this, this is, is Two, two girls, girls, One, one Gram. Gram. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Back. Wait, I just want to say, you look good. Who are you talking to? You. Oh, my God. Thank you. What? You look good. Okay. Thanks. Oh my goodness! Thank you, friend. Look, I'm just trying to keep up with you. Don't know what I'm talking about. I look so motherfucking dusty, and you know what? That's gonna bring us right into the first segment, which is our past the blunt. Because you know, this week is a little different for me. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. As far as who who I'm passing the blunt to, because this week I'm passing the blunt to a group of individuals. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, that's new. I would have passed the blunt, a nice fatty, you know, just the best, most moist backwood you could ever imagine, actually. Oh. I want to pass this to all the barbers, all the black barbers across the world hmm. who are reliable, who use a straight razor, razor to, ed, to edge up every hmm. single time, and who actually stick to the appointment times that they book for. Well, well, amen. Ooh, I'm so happy for loud. you. I affirm you. I appreciate you. My hairline does as well. I know it do, friend. And I'm just, you know, and yes, this is shade. I look dusty because I have not had a haircut in over a month, you guys. And has it been over a month? It has been over a month. It's been a month that I've had this dusty ass do rag on my head. <laughs> it absolutely has. I'm so sorry. And you know, and you know what it is? It's like when I don't have a haircut, I don't want to go out. Like I, I don't. Mm. There's just a certain way that I like to like present myself. So I don't. There's just certain things that I won't do if I'm like. If I don't have a haircut. So mm. I know that I've been staying in a lot more and not really getting out to as many things as I've wanted to because of that. So today I just wanted to take the time to acknowledge my amazing black barbers because they're reliable ones. Um, Amen. Because I, I don't think... Well, no, I did realize how, how valuable you guys are. But today, I'm really feeling it. And yes, it's shade. It's mm. absolutely shade. Mm. Wow, this tea is amazing. It's nice and hot. It's Very hot. actually. Yo. <laughs> Very hot. And that the really... Most and most. I'm being serious. That really is who I'm passing the blunt to. I really do appreciate you guys... Um, I found, um, seemingly, I'll have to report back, an amazing barber um, that I'm going to try out for the first time very soon, um, who's local here. I just like super local-ass barbers that work in, like, actual shops. You know, the sweet shit, I've done it before. It's cute, but 
I do like the shot bot. You know, I just like that. That's fair. When there's not dumbass barbershop talk happening. Oh my fucking God. The reason why, you know, I miss having a bald face so much. I feel like I was at my most powerful when I was bald, but I do not miss that I like the locks though. I like my locks too. I'm like, I like my locks, but I also loved being bald. But the going to the barbershop and just listening to niggas talk about like the dumbest shit, it was so tiring. It's also tiring when like you can't find a barber who like doesn't hit on you. So honestly, uh, and you know, I've heard about that. Like niggas really be out here cutting your hair and whispering in your ear at the same time. So stupid. That's never happened to me. Not yet. It hasn't happened to me. The first barber that I... Because I usually stay pretty loyal to my barbers. Like, I don't go to... Like, once I find someone that I really, really like, I stick to them. The first barber that I had... She was married. So... Not that that means anything. But... She never tried anything. Yeah. So... I always wanted to have a woman cut my hair. I like having, uh, I feel like they are, they're so like, at least her, she was so, Mm. I've never had a barber be that gentle. I don't even know how, I don't know how to describe it. My cuts were always super crispy, but Mm. it was like when she was line, when she would line me up, she was just like barely touching my, my hairline. Like it was just always super gentle I was in, I never had um, razor burns, which mm. I have had with other barbers before. Mm. Getting a little like razor burn on my on my uh, on my lineup because yep. they because the because the clippers is like hot and not yep. sharpened right. Like I hate that. Yep. So I just I want to give a shout out to all the quality barbers out there. That's a wonderful pass the blind. Yes. Yeah, look, angels without wings, truly. We need you guys, (laughs) a pillar of the black community. Oh, wow. While we're on on the topic of unsung heroes, um, shout out to that girl who made my coffee real good at that, at the cafe, at the Lowry Cafe. Yo, you talked a lot of shit. I'm sorry you got fired, but you made my drink so good. Oh my gosh. Hope you got a job, sis. When somebody Yo. when I go and like get like food or a drink somewhere, especially especially when it's a place that I frequent often and then that particular mm-hmm. time it's just better than usual. I need you to make mm-hmm. my shit every time. Every time. Every time. Every, every time. time. If somebody else takes my order, I still expect you to make right. You see Every my time. Face? You give me what I want. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Sorry, sis. Hope you found a job. Um, so I'm going to pass the blunt to a uh, really old person who may or may not smoke weed. Well, they're not really old. I, I want to say he's like 60. Oh, that's not that old. But. That's not, yeah, right. That's not super old. Um, but his name is Alvin Alley. So, Ooh. Alvin Alley is like the bad bitch of dance. Yes. He's a choreographer. 
He's also an activist. He's also gay. Like, he, um, I recently found out about him. Because I was just looking. Wait, what? Girl. You've been sleeping. You've been sleeping. Girl. Hardcore in a comma. Coma. (laughs) (laughs) In a coma. Oh my God. I know because I love Debbie Allen and I always turn to her for for reference and Eartha Kitt too. Like, but not Alvin Alley. And I'm so. And there's been, there's some amazing, amazing dancers that come, um, uh, out of the Alvin Eiley Dance Center. I don't know if it's a dance center or a dance yes. company. But um, in the yeah. past, I've followed a few of the dancers that have studied there, and they are amazing. Like, they teach, I think they teach a lot of different styles of dance there, um, including yeah. voguing, which they have so, some of the best um, voguers in the country as, like, as, uh, teachers there uh for their for their vocal oh, class. like they amazing. yeah it gets down i've yo and like voguing is such a high form form of art not to put art in a hierarchy or anything but there is nothing about voguing that does not say fine art the precision the muscle control the poise like i cannot it's just like, it's so good. And when they perform, all of that is freestyle every time. Like that every is time. every time. Like oh, wow. I was actually watching the um you know, I'm sure y'all know uh ballroom throwbacks on YouTube. I was watching the the ball that I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's the ball that like Rihanna was at. Um Oh. And yes. the girls showed up and showed out. It was Don't literally lie. amazing in every fucking category. Like, I know it was. It was amazing. I haven't seen it. It was amazing. Them. Ugh. Uh, Yo, like, I just feel like we should give, like, Laomi a Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> I remember the first time that I I saw Laomi Vogue. Um, it, like, I remember the video, the first video that I saw of her. <sighs> a spiritual experience. It was. Truly. I rewatched that video so many damn times. Like, she is really just... I know. Words cannot explain. I don't even like she. There are no words. Look, legendary. Legendary, iconic. That's why she oh is legendary gosh. because she really, really is. Right. <sighs> Laomi, oh. if you haven't seen Laomi Vogue, she is all up and down YouTube. She's all everywhere. Please do yourself a favor and look up Laomi. <sighs> oh my goodness! You know, I think. I think for um in February all my pastel blondes are just gonna be like queer black icons. Look, Laomi. There's so many of them. Oh my goodness. So many. Laomi is one of them. Oh my fucking gosh. Yeah, but um Let me pass a blunt to Laomi too, goddamn. <laughs> but 
I'm passing a blunt to Alvin, Ali, Ailey. Me and pronunciations on this podcast, I swear. <laughs> I think it's Ailey. Ailey. I don't know. I I want to say it's Ailey, but Alvin Ailey, incredible artist. I used to love dancing as a youngin. And then when I got into adulthood, I was just like, there's no time to go to no goddamn dance studio. I have work at eight. But I've been diving back into like different choreographers and different dance styles, especially oh. through like black literation. The shit. Look, speaking out. of dancers, oh. did you see that one video that went viral of the black uh, couple? They were their ballroom uh, dances. It went viral. They were dancing to like a Chris Brown song. What? Yeah. So. That sounds when so I tell cute. you, I, I think I watched that video at least five times a day. Um, so it's they're called the real Mrs. and Mrs. Matthews. Um, they are an actual married couple, but they uh, they teach um, urban ballroom, but they uh, their specific style is something that uh, Miss Mr. Matthews created. It's called it's like Latin fusion urban ballroom. So it's like his mm. own style that he created that originates from urban uh, from ur- urban ballroom dance. And they had this video that went viral of them dancing to um, that one Chris Brown. I don't know the name of it. Um, I don't know any Chris Brown. Is it like his old songs? No, it's one of the new ones. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know the words, y'all. Please don't kill me, but. <laughs> <laughs> Not for no Chris Brown. You liking song, what but... you see? Everything designer, that's on me. Oh. That one. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I know that song. Yeah. They were doing a ballroom dance to that song. They were at some just like a uh, a black tie uh, party, and they was cutting a rug, as my granny would say. <laughs> Bitch, they was doing that's, it. That's cute. They were really, and it was just like, look, if they ever come to Houston with their classes like on tour um i think they might because now they went viral they got so much attention and they got so many followers i would absolutely uh go to one of their classes like i would do that that shit does not sound like it would come to minnesota first of all i didn't even know that urban ballroom was a thing i did not Mm -hmm. even realize that that was a style of dance in the first place so when I saw that, I was like, wow. So I started just watching a whole bunch of like different um, people, different like black folks, like doing urban ballroom on uh, YouTube. <sighs> We're just so talented, y'all. Like, I love black people so much. We literally have touched every single fucking sector of art. Like, it's not even. Wow. What an incredibly dynamic group. Of yeah, people. like. It's amazing. They are amazing. They're on Insta on social media. They're uh, the real Mister and Mrs. Matthews, and they yeah, are everything. Gonna, they are everything. I'm gonna have to look at that. I used to, I used to love watching like choreography videos on YouTube. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, them Sierra choreography videos. Yo, he loved the way I ride it. He loved. Look, <laughs> look. I'm 
so glad you. Or just a just just a choreo a dance movie. Period. Um, there was just a point in time within black culture where we just had dance movie after dance movie. There was fucking um, you got served. There was honey. Step up. Step up. Fucking stomp the yard. Stomp the yard. Oh my goodness, that was my shit. Wow. Black people love dancing. Honestly, honestly, you got served is still like top five for me. Not just out of dancing movies, <laughs> but like movies, period. That was a good movie. That's a good ass movie. That was a good ass movie. Don't care who's judging me right now at all. That's okay. And I I'm really, really still Deadline. sick that I missed the Millennium Tour. Like, sick. Uh... I went and it was exactly what I thought it was. You be. went? I went. I thought I told you. No, you did not tell us or the people that you went to the fucking Millennium Tour. So sorry, you guys. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, it went and it was like everything I imagined it would be. But like, I'm still glad I went. It was just a, like a bunch of like women in their 30s. I'm and so mad. Pretty Ricky. So you went out there, right? Yeah, I went out here. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was like... Oh, my my God. That man. That would be so... Mario came out. He took his shirt off. Like, I was never attracted to Mario, so I felt like I was watching... Mario was my man. stage, be sexy. Nah. (laughs) I, like... Look. So this was, like... I remember, like, when I was a kid... You know, I love braid my hair and shit. You know, I love Mario, like, as an artist. But it wasn't until uh, Freedom Riders came out. And that's when I was like, oh, he's fine. (laughs) Oh. Okay. I should watch that again because just to see if I feel the same way. That That was the time I saw him and I was like, oh, like, okay, I get it now. Like, he's actually fine. Oh, he's sexy. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Mario, yes. And yes. he got a body, too. He took off that shirt, and the girls were like, yeah. And he has I the range. Like, like, that man has the prettiest voice ever. Like, yes. he has the range. He really does. I he watched really his, um, the, the word association that he did with Elle, like, on YouTube. Oh, my God. I know it was so good. I love watching those. I love I watching love those, those, too. But, um, he, he can really, I mean, I knew he could... T- like I knew he could sing, but look, he has the prettiest tone, prettiest voice. Mario's fine. He's been fine. Yeah, Mario been fine. I saw um, B Simone and uh, Pretty V uh, at the Millenn- like they did a video at the Millennium Tour, and oh shit, they was like doing the dance moves from the B two K, like not the B two uh, from uh, You Got Served when they came on. I was just like, see, that would be me. Like, I just want to, like, be in an environment where I can, like, hit it. Where you could do the choreo. Where I could just hit it and nobody's going to be like, bitch, what are you doing? What are you doing? Because they're not going to do it at the Millennium Tour. Like, appropriate. Appropriate. And they had on, like, um, sequin, like, jerseys, jersey dresses. That's cute. It was cute. It was a vibe. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the Millennium Tour was really fun. I so wish I could have went. And Pretty Ricky? What's his name? Uh, 
what's that nigga's name in B2K? Rizzy? Rizzy? Uh, <laughs> Fizzy. No. Lil Fizz? Rez? Rez B? No, it's not Lil Fizz. Yes, that one. Mm-hmm. I was confused. I was com- <laughs> combining the two. <laughs> he wasn't there, like, when they came out. So, like, three of them popped up, you know, boy band style. Yeah. They popped up out of the stage, and only three of them popped up out of the stage. So, in my mind, I was like, weird. I thought there was four. Yeah. Um. Maybe he'll come out later. Yeah, they didn't they do the did. whole tour with him. He ended up no, having some No, he got issues. arrested here. Yeah. It was oh. In, it was, like, here. And, like, because, like, within hours, they're like, yeah, that nigga in B2K had some domestic shit. That's why he wasn't up there yet. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah. So oh. they didn't finish They didn't uh, finish the tour with him. Man, I wish I could have went to that. Pretty yeah. Ricky. Because y'all remember yeah. back in the day, the Scream tour. Like, all of us wanted to go. And yes, could no I wanted to see Pretty Ricky on the would stage. No, so I was bad. like, always, whose mama was letting them go? Because my, my mama wasn't. She was My not going would, for it. No. At all. They sing about what? You're not going. <laughs> Grind on who? Who? No. Wait, not so you. tell You're me, did, did uh Pleasure P have do it like solo song? He did. Oh he my did. god. He did. Oh my god. He I'm so I'm screaming. I'm, I'm yelling in y'all's ear. I'm so sorry. I, I will <laughs> we we we're gonna adjust the volume. But Oh my god. He did not do solo songs. He did. He did. He didn't do under though. I was Oh about. damn. That's my shit. Did he do um God, what's that nasty ass song that he did? I'm trying to think of what songs he did. And it was like raw. <laughs> it was He's, like They sang Feel the Rush. Sang... Did he sing that? I think he did. Damn. Damn, I missed no. that. Yeah, and they all. If y'all know, feel the do. rush. You a freak. You a freak, and if you don't know, you're not old enough. So, <laughs> right, turn off the podcast. Feel the that rush. Oh shit! Yo. It was good though. Lloyd was there too, playing Ooh, on his guitar. I like Lloyd. I like Lloyd. Yeah, I remember when he was on a one on one as like guest. Yeah, and he was like Spirit's was- boyfriend. Yeah, Lord is so pretty. He is. Yeah, congratulations on getting your GED too, my. Dude. Oh my God, I cannot believe you went to the fucking scream tour. Yeah, I totally thought I. I know that no, and I know they're doing another one, but um, B- uh, B two K isn't gonna be. It's just gonna be Omarion by himself, which. Oh. Oh. I want to see B two K. I mean, I'll and then I'll take Omarion solo as well. But I would want to see because I want I would want to hear the like I would want to see like yeah I'd want to hear B two K songs too. So I feel you. I I was more of a Pretty Ricky fan than B two K because I think I don't know who was I. Uh, I was really into NSYNC. I was one of. The <laughs> I was not expecting. <laughs> Like, yeah, what? I was too busy because I was like the harmony. The harmony is so good, and my friends were like, "What? I shut up." The harmony. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Pretty Ricky, I was a big fan of Pretty Ricky. But B Two K, like, I liked them because they were so pretty. Yeah. But I didn't really listen to their music. I listened, but I to loved them. like looking at their faces. I listened to uh, B Five too. You remember B Five? Oh my God! All them little light skin boys. <laughs> 
One of them had freckles. That's all I remember. One of them had freckles. (laughs) (laughs) Yup, yup. One of them had, I don't even remember their names, but yeah, one of them had freckles. Yeah, when B5 rolled around, I was getting too old. (laughs) I was getting too old for the shit. I was like, all right, y'all got y'all's little band again. That's cute. (laughs) I got too old. I was never, I, I can't even, I'm not even going front. I can't like remember a B5 song to be I think compl- they did a remix of Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf. Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf. Oh. Wait, or was it? I think it was. They did a remix of a nursery rhyme and I was like, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's okay. enough. Right, oh my God. Let me change the station. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Memories and times. <sighs> I cannot believe you went to that concert. I'm so jealous. Oh. I know. I'm so sorry. We got so distracted. We <laughs> did. We got very distracted. We didn't even talk about what we were smoking on this week. <gasps> we didn't. What we are you didn't. Smoking? I don't know. <laughs> That's all right. I don't know either. I know that, um, so I bought from my usual, and my usual is, like, the bomb diggity, so I have things that, like, it's, like, a very potent weed, so I don't have to, like, I take, like, one hit off the pipe, and I'm good. Like, I'm Gucci. That's literally the story of your life. (laughs) Don't come, hey, listen. I take one hit up, one hit off the pipe, and I'm good. I came here to have a good time with it. And I'm feeling really attacked right now. <laughs> but Look, yeah, I no, appreciate right. it. I appreciate it. You're right. But it's very potent. But it's not an indica. It, I think it's a hybrid. Because um, yeah, I'm able to like do things and not just like stare into a space yes. for twenty minutes. And we like that. We we love that. We love productivity. We, we love, love that. that. So. I definitely But, nice. <clears throat> but I, I'm gonna I'm I'm definitely this is the end of me not knowing what I'm smoking on. When I reordered my planner for the next for the new year, I also came across some weed like stickers mm-hmm. for your planner that have like a space for you to write the strain and the type of weed, whether it's an indica, a sativa, or a hybrid. So you can keep track of like what you're smoking and how much you're smoking of it. So I'll be able to like track it so I can really come through and let y'all know and let the people know. Information. Information. Yes. (laughs) That's a great idea. Yeah. So something just um, told me to just search because Etsy is an amazing place. It is. So I said, "Let." well, I wonder what is going to come up if I search 420 stickers. Like, I was just curious. And I came across, like, um, and they're really, you know, because a lot of people um, are medical cannabis users. Mm-hmm. And so just so people can keep up with, like, you know, what they're smoking, how much they're smoking of it, and how it's making them feel and stuff like that. And how their body is reacting to it. Like, there's just different, um, like, some people uh, journal it and stuff like that. So, I guess someone just came out with some stickers. Um, Hmm. 
as labels so you can put them on your like jars as well mm-hmm. as like if you you know like I said for me I'm going to be using them in my planner <clears throat> so yeah I'm also re- just really excited about getting my new planner a fresh planner for the new year Ew. yes I'm starting a plan- off a new decade with I'm a planner yes I am though like I really will sit and shop for planner stickers <laughs> for hours oh my god what's that Capricorn and I plan a day to plan okay, so that I can smart, decorate. Though. I see nothing. I see nothing wrong. With so that this. I can decorate and plan the layout the way that I want it to look. I think you're handling this adulting thing very <laughs> well, Adora. <laughs> well, that's when I'm consistent with it. Cause I definitely wasn't yeah. this year. So mm. next year, I mean, we're going to, we're going to come through with like, um, our next session will be, uh, I believe the last session before the new year. So we'll oh, yeah. have something special for you guys where we can sit and talk about our goals and mm. <clears throat> um, manifestations for the new decade and for uh, for the new year period. Yeah. Um, but keeping up with my planner is definitely one of those things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. One of the best ways to put it into motion. Ooh. So you want to get back and you want to get next. You want to go into our next segment? Yes. What has been in rotation on our playlist? Oh, my God. Have you listened to Kate Trinata's album? No. Oh, my God. Adore it. It's so good. Oh. I don't know. Y'all. So Kate Trinata, y'all. Kate Trinata came out with a full body of work. Like, an album. Oh my god. It's called Bubba and it is so good. Now, Kaytronada hasn't come out with an album since like 2016. 99.9% or 9.99%, I can't remember. I think I may have dyslexia, but like 99.9% was like the last album he came out with and that shit slapped. Like it had yeah. everybody on Yeah. Kaytronada is everything. Like, like yeah, like period. I don't right another queer black icon like he just just amazing music name one k remix you've heard that wasn't fi like right all of them are fire he did a song he did an actual song with tedra moss on the album is that her last name tedra moses i think it's moses what did i say moss oh i think it's moses i think that Don't know if you got a girl. Don't mean no disrespect, but thoughts of you rule my world. I even dream of you, I swear. Visions of you and I. I That is my shit. Every time. It's still my shit. Every time. time, If you hear the beat, you hear the beat and the little ding. Ding, ding, ding. I'm like, oh, that's oh, my shit. Like, y'all not going there. Y'all not doing it. Oh, you did it. It's did my it. shit. I love Teacher Moses. Shit. Yes. Yeah. So they did a song together on the album, and it's one of my favorite songs on there. It's so good. Like, to do, like, such a bomb-ass cover. No, not cover. A remix of her song that she was like, let me hop on this shit with you, and we can just do a song together. <laughs> I have to go listen to it now. Oh, my God. It's so good. Mick Jenkins is on there, too. He also 
Iman Omari is on there too. Oh. Like, and they're all all these songs that all these artists are on are bangers. Yes. I know oh it. God. Oh my God! Yeah, I have to listen to that. I have to definitely. To that. Moses Sumney came out with an with a single too called Polly, and it's very Moses. I Sumney-y. love Moses Sumney. Take me so right cute. into a fucking river, please. <sighs> Look, play him on my wedding, my funeral, just my. You know, and you don't even have to child. play the entire. Just you could just give me the runs. You could just give me the runs over and over and over and over and over again. Make a compilation of <laughs> of Moses Sumney runs. Yeah. And just give them just put it on a loop and just yeah, that's it. That's all we Yo, need. I love him so much. I love him so much. I never get sick of listening to him. Um but yeah, he came out with he came out with a single and it's bomb. And Earth Gang came out with a single too called Ready to Die. Earth and Gang. It's... Gang, gang. Gang, gang. I love gang. Earth Gang so much. Same. They make such good music. So I'm really excited about this single because maybe that means that they're coming out with an album soon. <sighs> because Little Dragon came out with Tongue Kissing. And I'm like, so y'all niggas coming out with a body of work soon or what? Like, don't tease me. Like and and you know what? Not for nothing. I love Earth Gang. Their last project was good, but it wasn't my favorite. Yeah. So, like, Rags and, um, what's their other EP? Oh, um. Rags is everything, though. Um, yeah. Damn. The other one, basically, their last two, two before this most recent one, yeah. Fi. Amazing. Bomb. Just like so good so good but like this last album was just like i to me and maybe it's because like the other two were so such yeah. 11s but like it was just i to me so i do hope that their nest project just like gives me the feeling that i got when i first saw them live and they perform yes. rags and johnny venus was just looking like a fucking oiled up god mm. Beautiful babies, beautiful beans. Yes. Yeah, so yes. I'm excited to see if they come out with an album. <sighs> Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane came out with a Christmas album. And I love it. I did not know that. I think I live under a rock. Um, and I I can't stop playing it. Is it good? It's, I love it so much. Yeah, I think it's so good. But... I just like I love I don't listen to a lot of like nigga shit like yes I do but like I don't listen to a lot of like what's the what's the genre that's really popular right now like trap it's like like marketable trap like rich people trap like bling bling love and hip hop trap okay okay I don't know what that's called but yeah Okay, because I smoke too, so, like, I'm trying to explain <laughs> this as I'm smacked. But it's, like, that kind of music. But it's still, like, it's Gucci Mane, so it's country. But it's great. And it's called East Atlanta Santa 3, which means... I'm going to have to listen. There's this two. might be... This is going to be blasphemy for some people, but I've never really just listened to Gucci Mane like that. 
And I, cause I know niggas like die for, got die for Gucci, but I never really. That's very true. I, I hear you. Cause I don't feel that way about any rapper though, because there's somewhere I just know y'all that like that misogynoir is loud. So I don't get too close to any, I don't like. I fucks with Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates is cool. I, I do. I like Kevin Gates. And I, I like just have Nick to laugh Jenkins. whenever I like, because Kevin Gates is hilarious to me. But um, <laughs> clown, he is a clown. Clown. But yeah, I can't really subscribe too deeply into like rappers or male rappers. Yeah, because I die for Megan. Period. I love. Megan. I've been listening to this um to this girl named her name is Callie with a K. Um. Oh. She got some bangers. And she's like real, real new. Like real fresh. She only has maybe like... She only has a few songs out right now. But she's it. Is it K-A-L-I? Yeah, I think on some media... On some social media, she's Kalia. And then on some, she's Callie. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, she's really good. You know who else I just like... Have been paying attention to lately? PJ Morton. PJ Morton. Mm-hmm. He's just an amazing is artist. Mu- huh? Is he a musician? Mm-hmm. PJ. Oh, that sounds so familiar. I want to look. Oh. He is everything. I yes. actually watched his... Um, he did that his, song with Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah. I watched his uh, song association on Terrell's YouTube channel. Um, if y'all like singers, y'all know who Terrell is. I love Terrell. Mm-hmm. I love Terrell. Um, he, he's so extra too. Yes. <laughs> he had a session on, um, uh, Terrell and uh, I just love his tone. It is so pretty mm-hmm. and just raspy and different and like very uniquely his. I love it. And speaking of, <clears throat> also had uh what's her name yvette uh damn the the one that that is uh starring in harriet as harriet oh uh oh damn uh, i don't know why first of all she's fine and i do know her name is just slipping my mind right now but when i say her voice look I mean, I mean, of course, like she's studying under um, a, a, a music legend. Uh, yeah, I'm so mad that I'm like, sorry, I can't help you either, because that like, I'm like drawing I'm... all these fucking blanks right now. Damn, she is a legend. Damn. I know. Wait, let me. Uh. I can't uh, think of her name. And you know, like, you know her. I know. Well. I Yeah, because, cause, uh, damn it, damn it, damn Someone it. listening is like, y'all, y'all can't get it together? No. You know what? Because I'm. I feel like everybody knows who it is, but I cannot. Oh, my God. Name. Um, Cynthia. Arivo is 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 her who I'm talking about, but she's studying under um, 
I'm so upset. <laughs> We're gonna have to come after, come back to this. But she is amazing. Um, I'm not gonna be seeing Harriet, but You're she's not gonna see it. Why? It's not. First of all, there's just not many movies that I actually go out to the movie theater and see. One, but yeah. Two. I want to see Slim and Queen though. I can't. I can't. Well, I was never going to see Slim and Queen, but what? I was definitely here. But I was here for it because I, I just am not trying to really see no shit like that right now. But yeah. I was definitely still here for the like what what was the story being told, basically. But right. yeah, um, I feel I feel like I can't really say this because I I haven't seen the movie, so it's like, bitch, you haven't even seen it. So how you gonna say? But um, I did see a couple of reviews. Spoilers. Um, yeah, they definitely had spoilers, and. I don't know that um, Lena Waithe, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know whether like she was the person to tell that story or not. I don't know. Just because, like, even before, I mean, and granted, ooh, see, but I will expose myself. Look, I've never really just seen Alina, Alina Waithe work, work. So. Yeah. I'll start there. I mean, she used to do comedy before. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But, so I, I will say that, but I will say that despite that, I have paid a lot of attention to Lena, Lena in that I've watched a lot of her interviews and read a lot of her interviews um, Mm -hmm. and just seen a lot of the things that she's been involved in. Absolutely. Yeah. And based off of that, I just don't know that. Mm. I don't know. I just don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, and even I heard that there was like something really triggering about the protest scene in the movie. E- that was a yeah. big that was a big thing that I saw people talking about in the reviews. But yeah, I don't know, especially because the woman that she uh, is doing the movie with, I do not know that woman's name, but the light skin woman that she's been doing, Melina. yeah, all the promo Melina, with, um, yeah. She's already questionable to me. Um, really, I'm learning. S- what explain? She was. Uh, she did. Uh, what? I don't know who this interview was. I don't remember if it was who the interview was with, but um, it was while I believe while promoting this, doing the promo tour for the first uh, Slim and Queen. Um, she just made comments about how she she's different from other black people because she reads. What? Yeah. It was weird. Um Maybe black people read too. What? It was okay. weird. Um, I don't know. So I don't know. Y'all let us know if you've seen Slim and Queen. How did you like it? Did you like it? Um Yeah. I well I wanted to see it be- because of like who was writing it, because queer black women writing 
whole movies. But I also hear that there's death in there, and I'm kind of overseeing Black Death. I even yeah, there's very well oh, and artistically spoilers. Done. Skip over this. If you want to see it and you don't want to hear what I'm about to say, that's going to spoil this. So skip it. Like, skip like three minutes ahead. So, yeah, a little black boy definitely gets shot in the movie. Oh, my God. And dies. Oh, God. By a cop. We already see it happen. Like, it's like an eight or nine year old little kid. But you know, see, like, I'm always, I'm so torn because at the same time, while I don't want to see Black Death in movies, I also feel like cinema is a big reflection of the times. And for people to look back, like, years and years and years from now, if we're still alive because global warming. But if people look back, then they can see, like, what was going on and what exactly was the mindset of Black people or society as a whole. But at the same time, like, so many people, like, that, like, Childish Gambino just using Black Death as, like, a shock factor yeah i think and, yeah i think for ooh. me i mean for me i think that like all stories should be told like whether i actually actually am going to like go and consume that like you get to make that decision as an individual consumer um yeah, which is why i was still like yay go like slim and queen you know what i mean but um yeah. i also think that from at least like in in uh in relation to like Slim and Queen specifically, um, a lot of the critique was just around not necessarily the Black Death, but more like how how people could not make sense of how it contributed to the conversation that the movie was trying to tell. So oh. to me, it's just about being very clear and intentional about the conversation that we're having and and the story that we're telling. So like if we're just if I'm just seeing like images of black death and it for me doesn't make sense, then I don't get it. But I think so to me it's all about just like it being intentional about how you choose choose to tell that narrative like that's really it and period you know um so from what i got um people weren't really at least i don't i think i only saw like two reviews or read like two reviews on it to be honest but um the critique was just more so like people could not really pinpoint how it was contributing to the conversation or necessarily what conversation the movie was trying to have it was like a big question mark around like oh. like what what it, what's being told. So you know, again, like if y'all saw it, let us know like how y'all felt. Yeah. Did you like it? What did you get from it? I also Critiques. I listened to it. I listened to an interview with Melina and Lena and mm-hmm. they were saying like mm, like there was a question saying like have you have you ever entertained the idea of of them living of like they're not being anybody being killed in the movie mm-hmm. and and Lena was saying Lena said uh we can't ask we can't ask like Tamir Rice or we can't ask Sandra we can't ask um 
Trayvon if like we can't entertain the idea of them being here because like they've already passed. Mm-hmm. And he and she was like, I feel like I wouldn't be doing justice to these to these lives if I told like a fantasy, yeah, or something. You, and which you know, I, which I get, I get. To me, actually, I didn't know before. Of course, I didn't know until I read spoilers. But I never. I assumed from seeing the trailers and just from learning about the movie that they died at the end because it's um, a it's a black Bonnie and Clyde sort of sort of movie. So I assumed that they died. Um, and so to me, I don't think it's a bad thing that they die at the end. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just about how it's done. Yeah. Um, but I don't actually think that it's a bad, th- necessarily bad that they die at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I expected them to die just mm-hmm. off the fact that it was being framed like this, like black Bonnie and Clyde sort of thing. Right. Like they die. Bonnie like and Clyde those- die. Right, the the end result is yeah. Bad. They have to die Even if they the weren't black. Yeah. They have to die. Like that's just you know, but so I wasn't I wasn't surprised to hear that they die at the end. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that that's just a very yeah that that has to be done in just such a particular way. Uh, maybe maybe I, no, I'm not gonna see it. I was gonna say maybe I will see it, but no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I feel like I'll see it, but I don't wanna. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe I'll like rent it on Amazon or something. The last movie I that wanna... I saw in the movie theater was If Bill Street Could Talk. Oh. Good movie. movie. Yeah. But no. Okay. <laughs> I would have not chose I would have chosen to not see that. Yeah. So I don't even I'm not a movie goer. Me either. I'll go with somebody ass when I'm like, I guess. Same. Yeah. And it's mostly just because the movies are expensive. Bro, like, the popcorn, why are you so high for it? Let me just bring my own. <laughs> bring my own. Right. But we got all, we got on some movies and we're do- literally supposed to be talking about music. But speaking of Slim and Queen, I did get a chance to listen to the soundtrack. It is amazing. It is so good. It is right? amazing. Yes, it is really, it's really so good. good. I definitely do now see why. Bitch. Hold on, let me t- talk about uh, Megan's song on there with uh, the bounce song. Yes, it's so good. But first of all, that artist, drawing another blank, she she's like OG New Orleans bounce. Like, she's been out here. Mm-hmm. So just the fact that they like, got her to be on that soundtrack and then she linked up with Megan and like that is that was when I saw that I was like oh that's like tight as fuck and the song is so like yes it's so good like make you want to wiggle your back period period it's really good the playlist is so good so I may or may not see Queen and Slim but the soundtrack is amazing the soundtrack is definitely worth downloading and streaming you guys it's really really good like Monet said in the last session definitely and I'm still listening to Summer Walker I love sad sad bitch music it's just so good and she just I've been listening to Summer Walker and Music Soul Child Um, honestly 
Especially because I Music Soul Child and Marsha Ambrosius are on tour, and they came to Houston the day after my birthday, and I did not go. No. And look, look. Because so if anybody sorry. knows me, they know how much Music Soul Child means to me. You love Music Soul Child, bro. That album. Rightfully so. He makes great music. It's name somebody who has better ad libs than Music Soul Child. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. I love him, the- and I'm. I've just been like, damn, I missed it. So I've been listening to a lot of Music Soul Child and my girl Summer. Yeah. And my girl Summer. But that's really been it. Like, I haven't... And, you know, a little bit of PJ Morton. Um, but I mm-hmm. haven't really been... I've been doing more studying than anything. Um, Once we get into, like, the shit that's going on astrologically in just a couple of yeah. minutes, I guess we'll, you know, get into, like, kind of what's been going on and happening in our lives the past couple of weeks. But, um... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because we... We got a we got a couple of pages to catch up on. Yeah, and, talk about, and I've so. been so busy with studying that that's all that I've been mm-hmm. doing, other than yeah. like going to work. So, anyway, yo, same. Oh my goodness, ah, oh, so many cute, so many points, so many points, so many points. I do, however, I will not. I do, however, I will not, however, forget yeah. to ask you guys whether you have been staying up on your water. What you've been drinking and how much you've been drinking of it. You gotta. What's up? This message was approved by Water Bay. That's it. That's the end of the message. I left my jug of water at my job. (laughs) I do that all the time now. I have a bag of limes and I've just been using the filtered water we have. I have just been... Trying to stay up in my water, staying up, trying to be consistent with my CMOS, trying to, you know, have that every day. And um, on the last session, I mentioned the person that I passed the blunt to, Miss V from um, All You Need Naturals, as well as like staying up on my water and trying to uh, stay hydrated from the inside out. I have been using uh, her body butter every day. And it's amazing. And Adora's always had amazing skin, but like this year, yo. That it's I just don't... so crazy that you say that because it's like, oh God, she's been giving me the blues. Adora has like some of the most perfect skin. Like, no, like like I'm not <laughs> even lying. Yeah, I'm being dead ass, but like this year, I was just like, how are you on FaceTime and you look so ethereal? It doesn't make any sense. I just have been, I've really switched most of my products to, most of my products are like locally owned, like or like small, like small black business owned products for my soap yeah. to my oils. The only, it's only a couple of things that are not, but they're all organic. Um, not vegan because like, a product, yeah, beeswax or honey, but all organic, all plant based. Um, 
And it's just been oh, a journey. I'm definitely going to do like a, a picture update of just kind of... <sighs> but if you guys follow me on my um, personal account, you will have seen sometimes I do post before and after pictures of my skin mm. um, after using uh, certain products. But just this has been like a s- going on six, seven month journey so far. Mm of just doing all holistic products and um, adjusting my diet um, so that everything can be in in alignment and be the most optimal that it can be. And I don't... I was going to say I don't think that I'm 100% there, but I I hate to... I don't really want to say it like that. Um, Mm -hmm. But basically... More improvements to come. More improvements to come. Yeah. But yeah, make sure you're staying up on your water, you guys, and staying hydrated. It's still cold as fuck out here. It's still dry. It's still winter. Oh my God, it is. Yeah. It is very much so. We are in... Dead middle of December. Yep. We're elbow deep into that winter. Oh my God. So stay, uh, hydrated. stay hydrated, you guys. Stay yes. hydrated. So getting next to our, getting on to our next segment, man, words come out of my mouth right Right? Jesus. God. So <laughs> on the 15th of December, we're having a trine. Jupiter is trining, trining. Jupiter trines Uranus. Uranus is actually in retrograde. I know like a few s- over... Over the course of, like, a couple of months, we've had some interactions with Uranus. Um, I just want to go ahead and remind y'all that Uranus has been in retrograde this entire time. Mm -hmm. And every time it is, um, it stays, sorry, it stays in one sign for seven years. That's what makes it generational. Mm. Because, like, seven years is... That's that's quite a bit of time. That's almost a whole decade passing. I, yeah, so. I remember us talking about this because we talked about how every seven years you have new, uh, completely new cells in in your body. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah, yeah. literally a completely new person every seven years. Yes, and Uranus is chilling out until then. So. Um, I just want to go ahead and remind y'all that Uranus is one in retrograde. And two, it stays in a sign for seven years. Um, Uranus rules rebellion, innovation. It rules like revolution, progress, questioning, anything like that, which is why like, I think this group of people, millennials and Gen Zs, are so... Um, just like are so like unafraid of saying what it is or so unafraid of like calling yeah. things out on their shit because just because because of all because of Uranus being such a huge sign and mm-hmm. ruling these kind of properties and I just feel like that's just fueling the fire fire to what's already going on with us as a society. Anyways, Jupiter rules expansion and luck and optimism. So this is ruling like how you um, yeah, like how fortune enters into your life. Mm. So because these two are going to be in trying together, that means that they're working in harmony with each other rather than against them based off of the degrees that they're angled at. Risks, take them. 
rules. Break the shit. Question it. Take it easy, but take that shit. Like, yes. this is this is the time to, like, really push the envelope on, on what freedom is to you. Mm. It's yes. giving you the opportunity. Yes, it's giving you the opportunity to find your freedom, pushing the envelope to do so and explore your new boundaries. Um, that makes me think of uh, even just how we just we just came out of a Sagittarius season. Sagittarius Ooh, being wow. the sign of exploration, being the sign of uh, learning, of expansion, yeah. of growth. Um, of all of questioning, of curiosity, right. of possibilities. Um, and I know that a lot of people, including myself, just kind of d- definitely felt that. Well, first of all, Sagittarius season is my season. So automatically I level <laughs> up, you know, once, once, once she comes around, but gang, gang, <laughs> but just, uh, but in general though, I know a lot of people felt that energetic shift, um, maybe a lot of people who have been in a place of um, lethargy, or is it lethargy? Y'all, let I me think know. it's lethargy. Lethargy. Um, people who have just kind of been feeling unmotivated, been feeling stuck. Um, I yeah. know that a lot of us have been in that place. I know. Um, speaking for myself, there have definitely been times, uh, like just moments of feeling. Not stuck, but um, just like out of alignment, because that's what yeah. it means when 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 you feel like you're not where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and I've just had to do a lot of reminding myself that I am. But I feel like when Sagittarius season came, I just I definitely just kind of got a boost of energy, um, a spark like more sparks of inspiration. Um, and just able to see more clearly, like just the different viable paths that I have in front of me that I can take and that I do have, basically that I do have choice. Um, choice has been like one of, for me, like the biggest themes, like uh, the past couple of weeks, just kind of like remembering that there is always choice. Mm. Um, I started my IT certifications and tech training in November, yeah. Beginning of Yay. November, I believe. Mm-hmm. No, not beginning of November. Right after Black Friday. Because I uh, actually, that was one of the things, that was the thing that I got for myself for Black Friday was paying for my courses because they had like a little discount. And I got yeah. them um, for myself at a really, really good price. But it was just that, making that step. Yeah. After really feeling or having a lot of moments um, of just feeling like I don't know and just feeling like like I'm not uh, really just like I'm not moving fast enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked about it. I've talked about this a lot. I talk about it a lot, just kind of like having anxiety around time. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of felt that creep back up the past few uh the past few weeks and I just have had moments like that I definitely have just tried to let myself just kind of sit in those and then um just remind myself that 
that I do always have choice and that I'm never stuck like that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just, I mean, time is infinite. Time never stops. So it's quite literally impossible to be stuck. Right. Um, you're mm-hmm. always making some sort of choice always, whether conscious or unconscious. And that, like that Sagittarius energy just really revved me up. But because of that, I've been studying so much um, and really trying to have to figure out how I'm going to pro- like uh, organize my like compartmentalize my time um, and yeah. make make the most out of out of the out of the hours that I have in the day. Yo, <sighs> that is so real because like this coursework is killing me. I'm I about to ask my job if they can just let me work four days a week because I like there's not enough I just I'm trying to find a way to like conserve my energy mm-hmm. for other things and when I have a job that like that like demands so much of like my physical energy like my sleep it's really hard to prioritize not prioritize but it's really hard to make make a good solid plan of where you can sleep and where you can study and where you can eat and where you can study. And it's like, I just feel like the discipline of wanting to learn and being a student is Mm -hmm. already there. But I feel like like the like the act of making time, yeah, is is what's really and even kind of just like me. making that like prioritizing your wellness, like in that like we we oftentimes talk yeah. about like practicing wellness. So like still, you know, for me, for example, uh, getting up early to like stretch, to meditate, to do yoga, to make sure that I have the. Uh, the time and the space for myself so that when I leave the house for the day, um, I feel my most aligned and I feel like I had that time to myself to really center myself for the day and just kind of like even just making sure to like prioritize your wellness because wellness is something that you choose every, like in every moment. And so it's really not something I've known this, but it's really just not something that I can make an option. Right. Like, it it really uh, is something that lately I've just realized more and more that these are things that are, like, intrinsic to you and your well-being and that mm-hmm. they are not optional and that they are not... Uh, these just have to be, like, things that are already just kind of like a permanent part of part of my life and just yeah. like and where I'm at and everything and this is I guess the big grand scheme of things is like creating a life that works around that and not the other way around. Right. You know what I mean and like being mm-hmm. able to like make your money around Like, you being able to prioritize your wellness and not, like, you having to, like, schedule your wellness around, like, your business or around Mm -hmm. your school or whatever it is, you know, that you're doing. 
And so mm-hmm. that's finding that balance is really and I it's not that lost on me that like capitalism makes it so that like this is not a cakewalk. Like Right. It's just crazy. Look, when you really start realizing like the ways in which like capitalism uh, How makes shit, it like, so easy for you to not take care of yourself. It's yeah. just not coincidental. It's just not, it's not, a, it's not by accident. It's by design. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, look, <sighs> that's why we dropping off the grid and moving to the tropics, y'all. Fuck. Period. Bro. Who's trying to get a tiny home with me on some land? Look, no, but for real, for real, because you know, like, Trump got impeached a couple of days ago. Wasn't going to talk about it, but we're just going to we're just going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Okay. Trump got impeached on like Wednesday night or something. Yeah. Thursday night or something like that. I was not expecting that. I it came out of nowhere. It was like the same feeling of like when Whitney Houston died. I was like, "What?" Nah. But I was like, just like, "Is somebody trolling?" Like Right. Because no. niggas have been talking about Donald Trump being impeached for since before he Literally, even got elected. Right. So exactly. So when it happened, I mean So the Republicans happened, must really I not was be like, feeling cool. him. Huh? I said so the Republicans must really not be feeling him because Right. But um I don't wanna dive too deep into this before we forget before I forget what we're I'm just gonna say like People were saying, like, yeah, that's cool and all, but, like, what happens to all the white supremacists who just, like, love sucking this nigga's dick and who are part of, like, an ide- an unhealthy ideology in which they would just go out into the streets and start, like, start a whole race war in your neighborhood? Like, who are we? Um, I just, for me, okay. I feel like if this nigga got impeached, it's literally because Republicans got tired of his ass. And so to me, it doesn't mean that things are going to be different or yeah. better. Like, just yeah. because he is not in office. Isn't Mike Pence next up? Like, if, Mike Pence is if he actually terrible. does end up being removed from office, like, because being impeached doesn't even mean that he's going to be removed. So, right. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what were we talking about before that? Uranus and uh Oh what you call I wanted writing. Yeah. I wanted to say like the act of like the act of moving things around your well being is I feel like it can be very hard for some people because some people don't know how to put themselves first in that kind yeah. of context. And so with this trine, that it that is your risk. I'm not talking about take a risk, go skydiving. I'm not talking about take a risk, go on that day. Like things that are genuinely like kind of hard. Yeah. And that can be like asking. That can be like, Shit, like even me asking my job for working. I was just, I was literally going to say, even if that's like quitting your job, yo, that can be scary. That's you know what I mean. That can be for some people. That is that is terrifying. You know what I mean. But I think a lot of times we know 
subconsciously the things that we need to do in order to like put ourselves in a vibration that like contributes to our wellness. We know those things, you know what I mean? But I do think that again, because of, because of uh, our system and and the way that we are um, indoctrinated and the way that we are um, conditioned yeah, those things can really seem like they're not possible or like, um, like they're to our detriment. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I want to think about when I think about this, this alignment of planets. I'm going to keep Nina Simone's interview where she talks about having no fear in mind. Where she, what did she say? I'll, I'll tell you what it means to be free. No fear. Yes. Yes. Cause I, love I've, that interview. same be, and she's so right. I feel like you cannot, you cannot be on the journey to what freedom looks like to you without dispelling the fear. Yes. Without dispelling any kind of fear and letting go of fear. That fear is scary. But so is staying in it. I agree. So Jupiter is a very big ass planet. So is Uranus. It's a big ass planet. This trine. What is what? What's the other word I'm looking for? This transit. There we go. This transit will be lasting for a minute. But in the meantime, like, don't question shit. Yeah. Shake shake off the should I and just do it. Shake off the but I don't know if just do it. And I feel like this is a this is a great this is a great trying to put that into practice. Also, um, three days later, Mars sextile Saturn. Look, my nigga. Mars is really like working us with like making us feel like what's what's the word? It's really like the driving force of let's do this. Let's get shit done. Like, let's get it. Get her done. Let's make this bread, my nigga. Mars is all about action. Mars is all about action. So when Mars sextile Saturn, we're looking more at a... It's almost like a trining, but it's slightly different. I think um, a sextile is when planets are 120 degrees apart from each other. I'll get back to you on that. (laughs) don't quote me don't quote me because there's like 120 and 160 but i don't know which one is which anyways mars sextile saturn saturn is the planet of discipline um mars is the planet of action so we're looking at discipline and action Mm. or sustainable actions because of your discipline this is a good time to apply to work ethic your work ethic could be fucking booming around this time yeah um if not like this is a good way to absorb new work habits study habits um because saturn likes strategy and boundaries and mars likes doing shit doing things yeah we like and like what's what does sir say in his album um i can't think of it I ain't in the mood if I ain't in my bag. Yes. 
Yeah. Mars also, like, with action, it also rules sex. I feel like when you're able to chase after what you want, what you really, really want, like, that's good for the sacral chakra. It is. You're creating. You're making moves. And how many of y'all have, like not been having sex whether that's intentional or not um and if you haven't i really and if it goes hand in hand this is like and we've we've talked about this before too like just using that that sacral energy that kundalini using that kundalini energy to to fuel your creative projects to fuel your business or just yeah. to fuel the other things around you that you want to flourish, whether you are actually growing a garden or um, mm-hmm. starting an LLC or learning a new skill, whatever that is. Um, yeah. If, if it's been something that's frustrating you, just... I'm not going to say don't allow it to because I, I, you know, if you, if it is, you know, see, see like what, what that's bringing up to you, what that frustration is bringing up and examine that. But, um, definitely utilize it to your, to your benefit and, um, channel that energy in another place. And what's funny is actually, um, I was watching black ink and, one of the guys on there was talking... He's married, actually. And he was talking about sperm retention. What? And... <laughs> um, <laughs> how he's saving his life force and all of that. But it's real shit, though. I mean, it's real shit. Valid. And it also makes it so that when you do have sex and when you do engage in that and it is intentional, trust me when I say you're going to perform even better. Mm. You're going to perform even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even if you don't have sperm, look, in a, look into sperm retention just to see, um, just so you can learn about um, the science and uh, the metaphysics behind um, conserving uh, sexual ener- uh, our sexual energy and uh, our sexual fl- fluids and, not dis- and being more intentional about when we choose to ejaculate and all of that good stuff so yes adrian marie brown that book um pleasure activism she spoke on that too about like finding finding that orgasmic yes or ah but in things that you like to do yes instead of just sex because then when you do that when you're full in those other departments of your life like that just makes sex that much more it does fulfilling yeah and one of the main reasons just because like it does allow you to be able to be more intentional about uh how you're using your your energy so when you are more intentional about how you choose to engage in sex specifically um Mm -hmm. when you do when you do do it it it's tantric Mm -hmm. um that is what tantric sex is uh in a nutshell the way that i understand it it really is just about like using your consciousness to um like uh within like within an intimate experience Mm -hmm. um and so when you can channel your consciousness like that it really does allow for uh, if like sexual experience to be explosive yes amen you goddamn right 
I've been seeing a lot of, and just one reason why I want to, I do really want to get into like Reiki, um, and just like how to like move energy in the body. I think that that's something that is, um, natural to us anyway. Um, mm-hmm. just like in the way that like when, when someone around us is feeling a way a lot of time, like if someone is emotional, we will, we touch them, right? Like we hug them. We, yeah. we, we get closer to them. It is because like our energy transfers and, and, and we, we can affect each other's energy, yeah. uh, with our own. So if we can harness that, if we can really learn like different techniques, um, to use that in a more conscious way. Yeah. I mean, we can heal each other and heal nations. Right. My friend is so smart, (laughs) y'all. My friend is so smart, y'all. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that's been the theme of, like, our whole season. It's like we've been talking, we've talked a lot about Mm. sacral energy and using it to your benefit. We've talked a lot, touched on kundalini and different things like that. But it's real. And, 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 like, and all of these... and. The uh, uh, transits that we've had to me have all been in alignment with, with that, with um, yeah, just kind of like again being intentional about how we choose to exchange our energy with with each other and 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 stuff like that. Yeah, that's very true. So with that being said, on Venus on venus damn words on the (laughs) on december 20th venus enters aquarius so i think we've met we've touched on aquarius before in the show uh, about how weird they are um like aquariuses are just sorry no shade but kind of like they i know when i first started studying astrology aquarius was one of the hardest um, signs to read up on or learn about because I'm just like yeah, because like the confusion are you air are you water your air okay oh, right you, you don't want anybody to talk to you but you want to stand out okay but from a crowd but you don't want okay you don't want to be noticed okay but you want to start a revolution but you don't want to talk what okay <laughs> all right so like Aquarius was a very confusing sign for me personally but um i do appreciate that aquarius does have the need to be odd or eccentric eclectic Mm -hmm. um i i appreciate that because originality is very important um y'all are usually guarded friendly but guarded um so this transit isn't really much about romantic love we know venus rules love and love language but this particular transit really isn't centered around romantic love because Aquarius doesn't really like I mean it's cool it's cool but there are other things and I think that's an interesting theme that comes along with what other transits we were talking about too because Mm -hmm. there are other ways to be full so I think um, Aquariuses find more love and embracing freedom and yeah. turning the tables and rebelling and finding good individuality and all that shit. And I feel like that is no coincidence to Uranus 
being in retrograde um, and trying to chase freedom. So I think everybody can benefit from this. So instead of, I don't know, I don't want to say instead of, maybe I just want to say be more intentional about the love you want to attract. A lot Mm. of times we always say we want to radiate love, we want to attract love, we want to move through love. We always have to remind ourselves, you know, what what kind of love are you trying to attract? What kind of love are you trying to radiate? It doesn't always have to be romantic in order for it to be validated. And I think that, I mean, of course, you always have to work within before you look for outward anything. But Aquarius... And Venus is a great transit to kind of play with that a little bit more. And I think finding freedom um, or just doing what you fucking like, doing what, like, indulging in the weird shit that you liked as a child or, Mm -hmm. you know, anything like that that makes you you, I feel like this, do it shamelessly with Venus and Aquarius. This transit goes for a week or so. So have fun with that. And then on the 21st of December, we're in Capricorn season. Today we're recording this. It's the 21st. Happy Capricorn season, Capricorns. Boop, 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 boop. I guess. I'm just kidding. I love Capricorns. They're funny. I I have a soft place in my heart for Capricorns because my mom's a Capricorn. But... (laughs) I'm going to make this, like, very summarized because... The notes is the notes. Capricorn season. A great time to plan, plan, plan. Yes. Invest in your physical manifestations, but give yourself the wiggle room to fuck up. Just because everything looks like it's a mess doesn't mean it is a mess. Yeah. Remind yourself how things feel. Because really, of, yeah, yes. Instead of how things look. Especially, yeah, I feel like fuck-ups are really just a reminder that there are other viable paths for you to take. It's so, it's not really a, it's, what is really a fuck-up in the sense that, like, you're never stuck anyway. And so it really is just a reminder that there's another path. Right, right, exactly. And fuck being perceived as literally anything. That's what I love about, like, gender being so what is it is because what be perceived nigga what yep being perceived a hundred million different times so throw all the shit about being perceived that you know out of the window and just do you fuck what you look like doing it girl do it because it gives you that ah it gives you that ooh and I just feel like Capricorns, because a lot of our Earth signs, a lot of our Earth fam is really big on material things. That's not always a bad thing. Um, Our altars are very physical things. Yeah. Um, We take care of those. Our crystals are very physical things. We take care of those. Yeah. You can do the same thing with some clothes, some shoes. Take Take care of the things that you love. Take care of yourself. You love yourself. You are physical manifestation yes um the physical but, is like god's artwork you know what i, I mean? know like what's sh- it's not what what's shorty's name in uh solange's song we are not only human beings we are the walking embodiment of god's consciousness yes yeah i don't know her name but facts 
Yeah. Big facts. Uh, what were you saying? I'm sorry. We were just talking about uh, Capricorn season. Oh, yeah. Happy Capricorn season, y'all. <laughs> I love <laughs> Caps. I really do. I think Caps are hilarious. I really, I think- really do. It's so funny that you said, like, you're bringing or you're, like, investing in a planner with your 420 stickers because we're in Capricorn season now. Like, let's do it. It's that time. And that's why it comes at the beginning of the year. You know what I mean? Or at the end uh, uh, and at the end of the year, because it really does. I mean, get to use this this energy to to um, to just. Um, put into perspective um, the past year um, and the future Mm -hmm. and all while leaving room for possibilities um, leaving room for love and leaving room for expansion because things can look like uh, so many different things yeah Um, our experiences are so are so dynamic and can be so many different things so really just allow yourself to experience the fullness um yeah and yeah like I haven't as far as my planner goes I have had a planner on and off since I was like 13 nice and always at the time that I have been consistent with my planner my physical world like what I'm manifesting in my physical world is just like out of control Mm. Um, so I know for me, I think it, it really is just kind of like the ritual of like writing. Um, for me, my planners are also like kind of like a journal in a way. Um, it really, and like for me, writing things down has always been a way for me to just kind of like reinforce things to myself and reaffirm things to myself. Mm. Um, so I just decided like, I just was actually looking through my old, uh, my most recent planner like my last planner that I was using um and just thinking about the time that I was using and I was like yeah I I would like to get back into that I would like to get another planner start fresh yeah and um it really is just another wellness practice for me I guess mm-hmm. um absolutely so that's one of that's one of my 2020 um quote-unquote goals is like staying consistent with my planner yeah every day and 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 using it all the time be uh carrying it everywhere mm-hmm. all of that good stuff and i use an aaron condren i don't know if anybody is into planners we know there's like different types of plan- planners everybody has a different planner style i use an aaron condren for my for my other planner dweebs that are listening yes you're speaking english but i do not know what you're talking my mom uses a franklin and actually my mom was inspired to uh reorder a planner for uh her planner for herself as well for the for the new year so i'm excited to have a planner buddy cute yes that's a good idea someone to share planner stickers with (laughs) Mom, sharing 420 stickers with your mom my mom does not care about planner stickers but i am excited to have a planner buddy even though she uses a franklin um which is more of like a business uh more like i feel like they market to- more towards like business owners mm-hmm. oh, okay. um yeah so but anyways yeah i'm excited like 
Nice. I don't know. Who else gets, like, hype as fuck for a fresh new planner, like, for the new year? Just <laughs> all blank pages and just ready. You get your new uh, pens that you like to write with, you know? I love my paper mates, ballpoint pens. You know, there pens. are just some pens that, like, make your handwriting look better. Ugh. You know what I, I just mean? love stationery. Mm. I just really love stationery. My person really loves stationery too. When we were in uh, Thailand, they had this amazing stationery store in the mall. And we went there a couple of times and we spent so much time in that damn store. Didn't even buy like shit, but just was like touching all of the things because we did not need more stationery. Oh my God. But now I have an excuse to like re up on on my pins and all of that, so I'm excited. I'm just I'm excited for those fresh new planner pages. Yeah. Go cap season. I've just noticed. <sighs> I love you, friend. <laughs> I noticed um, there's like a different. I think everybody's kind of everybody as a whole is kind of getting over talking about what they want to do and just yes. doing it. I, I recently visited a friend and she um, is painting. I remember her saying, like, I want to start painting more. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you should. We went over. She was working on, like, a mixed media piece. And, like, the look on her face was just focus. Like, yes. Just, like, just in it. And I feel like that's been the mood for so many people now. Like. Just just like this different level of focus and yeah. being really into what you want to do, which brings me to my next transit. It's on the 24th of December, Christmas Eve. Yes, yes. Sun. Happy Kwanzaa, by the way, or Hanukkah or Christmas or, you know, Passover. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so we have the sun trines Uranus. Now, when we talk about the sun, we talk about who you are that's your identity that's who you are when you're at your best who you are as a person the core principle of who you are Mm -hmm. so this is a trine with uranus uranus is busy this week you guys so uranus is trines with is in trine with with the sun which is basically working in coordinates with who you are it's going to be easier for you to leave your comfort zone because um like uranus it rules rebellion you want to step outside do a little different this is why it works so well with aquarius because aquarius also likes to step outside of the comfort zone often it's very Mm -hmm. easy for them i think it's very easy for gemini's too um they're like chameleons with the shit and like super adaptable um but this is a good time for this is a good time for stepping outside of your comfort zone this is luck with who you are at your best so we're talking about bitch like you being a bad i don't know how to explain it besides you being a bad bitch and you just getting rewarded for it yeah because that's what it is and that's how it should be like you're working on yourself you're doing all this work all this hard work all this therapy all this creating all this planning all these business inquiries all these 
client meetings or whatever you're investing your time in and I think that you should be rewarded for it is what Uranus is saying because Mm. Uranus is ruling the shit like you're stepping outside of your boundaries you're pushing the envelope on what brings you comfort as an individual that's growth that's growing didn't nobody tell you to do that but you're doing it for yourself sis go off (laughs) um again this this is in a huge compliance with generational freedom a lot of us are um kind of sick and tired yeah it's tired and wanting to do something different and um with that with that kind of desire there comes change and with that change comes freedom so this transit is also in huge alignment with um what did i say jupiter jupiter when jupiter was shining uranus so Mm -hmm. go off also we have bro we have a solar eclipse coming on the on the 25th 26th Mm. i say 25th 26th because hawaii is dead like four hours ahead of us they're like they're basically their own country um and depending on where you are, like in the UK or something, you know what I mean? Like it could yeah. just, it could be the 25th or 26th. Um, but we're having a new moon and a solar eclipse on the same day. Oh my gosh. Yo, that's weird, right? Yeah. Like, I can't think of a more literal term for like the resetting of a decade. Yeah. It's it's like the hugest physical manifestation of starting over. I, it's almost kind of funny, like how in your face it is because we're so used to talking about subliminal messages from our ancestors, subliminal messages from the universe on this podcast. And even, even just like when you're out in the world and seeing signs, seeing things that follow you and them being faint, faint, but Mm -hmm. you tune into them. But this shit is so loud. Yes. Two planets, just one is one is blacked out, so is the other one. We starting over. Uh, you can't see us, niggas. Uh, get ready. Get ready. It's time. Just roll up your sleeves. Boot up. Like I just feel like this is an an empathetic shift on a global scale. Like yes. not even not even to be like not even to sound crazy or whatever. I just feel like everybody's coming into it. The younger generations are coming into it. In the midst of all this chaos, in the midst of, like, everything just being shitty, shit, 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 that makes a great time for great art. And I feel like this is why, like, black people have been making such amazing, amazing, amazing art. Because, like, Definitely a renaissance. Definitely a renaissance period. Who's, um... The guy from Get Out, who's also in Queen and Slim, Daniel Akua, a Kalua, 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 yeah, Daniel Kalua. He said, like, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, our black excellence comes from the trauma that we've endured. And I'm like, kinda, 
mm-hmm. because this shit going on is a lot and traumatic. Like, I can't even tell you how many times I got her niggas' anxieties and niggas was saying the anxiety went up ever since Trump got into the office because yeah. people, like, people are stressed. But in the time of being stressed, there also comes this this huge, this huge societal push, this resisting, this yeah. This, this uproar, this fire in the belly of a of a dragon just coming up and coming up and coming up. So I don't even have to... I mean, if we want to talk about preparation for the new moon, the solar eclipse, intention. Do yeah. nothing without it. Do nothing without intention. I think Black Obsidian would be an amazing crystal to have right now um, for deep cleansing and, and the resetting and the letting go of because we are in winter and winter is all about death so we're talking about the death of the past 10 years of ourselves reinventing who we are reshaping who we are moving alignment with who we are and those around us and really really meaning to do it yeah just really doing it and that black obsidian is just going to suck up Shuck it up. Uh, whatever is 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 uh interacting with your spirit that's not allowing it to be as free as it can, and not allowing it to be in alignment with love. Mm-hmm. Um, black obsidian is is super powerful, um, and definitely meant to be used with intention. Uh, so just be very very aware. You know, um, if you are gonna work with the black obsidian, um. Mm-hmm. just be super you know again be super intentional about how you're using it and when you're using it and where you're carrying it and stuff like that because it is super powerful so it is it really is I also want to suggest which another crystal that I um mentioned on here before uh, master shamanite I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago I just can't get over it like bruh Master Shamanite is also going to be a great thing to hold on to you. When we talk about finally tack- tackling these 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 dreams that we have planned for ourselves and realizing that our dreams aren't necessarily inaccessible. Yeah. We have to maintain the willpower to keep chasing them or to remain on the journey of aligning with our said dreams. Yeah. Master Shamanite is great for it. Again, don't put it in your body, but keep it outside your body um and it it does aid with this kind of journey and it aids with connecting to your ancestors we all get lost we all we all lose our way sometimes and this kind of journey isn't supposed to be easy if it was easy then you wouldn't be growing yeah sometimes we need help from our ancestors so this is a great tool to use as a channel to speaking with them and it's very grounding while you're interacting with other dimensions and while you're expanding. So I would keep Master Shamanite on you. And I would keep that obsidian on you. Mm-hmm. Yo, like, just just prepare. You know, wash your floors with Florida water if you need to also. Because we want, we want everything cleansed. We want everything to be clear, concise. We want a channel, a clear channel. For manifestation, I can't like I I can't get over this. I've even been thinking about like just for the new year getting a professional cleaning service for my house. 
Really? Just to really like scrub everything away and just really have a, a like real fresh space. I wouldn't be against that. That sounds yeah. like a great idea. That sounds like a great idea. Get one of these Groupons. Okay. Look, the place ain't clean until you light a candle afterwards. Okay. Look. <laughs> but, um, oh, herbs. I do have to. So I I have a, a reg, I don't want to say regular. I think all herbs are extraordinary. But I do have an herb that's easily accessible. Um, allspice. Mm. Allspice is super. Allspice also, um, it's a very mass. It's a va- masculine kind of smell. I don't want to say masculine. Do I want to say? Is that the word I want to use? Musky. It's Ooh. used in men's cologne a lot. Um, okay. So I guess it's a handsome smell. Handsome. It's it smells <laughs> handsome. A very handsome, warm spice. Um, I had some elderberry syrup with some allspice in it it was really great for inflammation i talk about inflammation with my herbs a lot because a bitch be stuffy and bitch and i'm trying we are uh all (laughs) inflamed trust me if you live in the u.s of a (laughs) if you live in america um please trust and believe inflammation you got some inflammation yes yo so it um it's very great for attracting luck and money opportunities with business um it's great for uh managing your your levels of determination which is great for like willpower which is yes yeah yeah and you need these are things that I never thought about, but you do need these these abilities if you to have like a strong worth work ethic. But you do have to take for people like me. For people like me, I have to take like herbs that help with that, um, crystals that help with that. Maybe I'll listen to somebody who is influential that I listen to to help with my willpower. Yeah. Um, there's yeah just little things like that you do have to take mind into doing so allspice mostly grow grows lord mostly grows in south america or like southern areas because of it needs tropical it needs like to grow in tropical areas so texas would be a good place to grow some allspice if you wanted some Mm. or um missouri um anywhere in south america it's really great in honduras and it's booming in mexico um, the Europeans tried to grow it with they dumbasses uh, <laughs> in Spain and it just kept dying because it just wasn't fucking with the soil. So if you're a Southern baby or if you're a Central American, South American baby, um, allspice would be bomb to grow. Um, it helps with tooth toothaches. It's great for acne. It's great for arthritis because, again, inflammation, my nigga. Mm-hmm. And it tastes bomb in food. It tastes bomb in your curry. It tastes bomb in your tea. Uh, I think it's also a... What's the word that makes you feel sexy? Aphrodisiac. Yeah. It's an aphrodisiac. Um, you can use it in partnered with clove if you want something sexy going on. But I think it's great for toothpaste too. Um, but again, with attracting your luck, attracting your money and your opportunities... 
whatever you need to do to do that, um, fucking do it. Throw some allspice into your routine, too. I think it'd be great for that. Yes. Yeah. And so, you guys, for the new year, um, like I said, the next session that we put out is going to be, I believe, the last session before we welcome in uh, 2020. We are going to be doing something super special for that episode. Um, So please turn on your post notifications and um, uh, subscribe on... um, uh, soundcloud and on itunes so that you can get alerted when we do release our new year's content and then if you turn on your post notifications on instagram you'll know ahead of time what's going to be taking place is it going to be a live stream is it going to be a giveaway is it what is it going to be so yeah if you turn on your post notifications you'll be able to get alerted about that um we just have a lot of new stuff we're going to get into this on uh, the last session before 2020, but we have a lot of stuff that we want to make happen for you guys in 2020. So please like stay connected with us, mm-hmm. stay high and stay in your bag. 